Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1-800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host frederick penny attorney at law and now radiolawtalk.com you gotta enjoy hour three of radio law talk i'm your host frederick penny with todd cunin on our producer uh, cal hunter there's going to be a wonderful fun uh you know rapid fire talking about illegal autopsies the latest on the nicholas cruz case about a judge question or issue we're going to talk about that we have this company charter that's ordered an astronomical amount of money uh, we've got the uh, complaint of Vanessa Bryant case. There's co-plaintiffs in there that they never talk about. But we're going to talk about that. There's a settlement coming down there. We're going to talk about that. Ladies with Bill Cosby. Todd's going to talk about Fat Leonard because I wasn't here last week, but he's going to bring that up. It's then. funny you should say Fat yeah. Leonard right yeah. after Bill Cosby. My first I was, hey, hey, hey. Right. It's Fat Leonard. Hey, you know what? I lived on that. You know, I know. That, we lo- I love that show. That was awesome. California oil spill case. We're going to talk about that. And there is just so much to go over. And then we do the best and most important thing at the very end, which is our quick takes. We know you don't remember a whole lot about the show. You've got probably a seven-minute attention span while you're listening to us. We're going to make you remember something, and we're going to lay it out in like about a minute or 30 seconds each, and then you're going to remember that until next week's Radio Law Talk. But the reason why people come here, I always say that. One reason, Cal, what is it? Uh, so I can pretend I belong in the show. Now it's time yeah, there to you go. case or no case. Yay! Dr. Kevin Cahill is dead. It happens. He was getting old. Kevin was an MD with a problem, an infatuation for a woman who was 50 years younger than he. As attractive as this thought is, he treated her for a parasitic infection when she was 19 and just wouldn't let up. Stayed in frequent contact with her, sought her out by various means. When social media came, all bets were off. She claims to have never responded until much later in her life when she was seriously ill and went to his office for some medical help. He must have thought she was returning his affection because he was all over her, doing all kinds of things that shouldn't be done in a medical office, according to her allegations. Then she sued him, claiming to have some sort of proof, which she may have had, we don't know, but then Dr. Cahill woke up one day and he was dead. And that's why. <laughs> wait, 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 Cal. He didn't wake up someday. Oh, yeah, okay, you're right. Okay, Dr. He Cahill, woke up one day. Say, Dr. Cahill Ted was dead. Immediately, no case. <laughs> Dr. Cahill didn't wake up one day because he was dead. How's that? And Jane Doe got a letter from the heirs, from their legal team, urging that since the family had nothing to do with Dr. Cahill's alleged wrongdoing, They have no liability in the matter. They ask that she drop the suit because she's trying to sue a dead man and you can't get money from a corpse. Dead men have no stories to tell, can't defend themselves, and they don't have any cash. The question is, Fred Penny, can you get blood from a stone and cash from a dead doctor? That is our case or no case. Mr. Penny, what say you? Easy. Yes, you sue the estate, and it happens all the time. So I'm going to say this is a case. She sues the estate. Now, whether the estate has money is another story. And she 
wins. Very good. That's that quick, man. I just I nailed it. You so no you're saying fluff. that if, if the guy's dead, death is no way to get out of a lawsuit. No. Well, depend. Wait, well, let's back up. Well, the answer is yes. I mean, I'm sure she could have filed even afterwards if if the situation was going on. By the way, that happens quite often. Now, what state? It might be a different state. New York. Okay, well, I don't know New York law, but I'm telling you, you can still generally do it. I'm going to say they can. Okay. Mr. Kunin, what do you say about the matter of the dilly-dallying Dr. Cahill, allegedly? Well, let me just see. So you said there's a 50-year age difference. Yep. And when she first went to go see him, she was like 19, 20 19, years old. 19. Correct. So let's yeah. call it 20. So that so he was 70 when she was 20. And then she went back later in life? A couple, yeah, just several years later. I don't know how many. Do you know how old she was when she went back? I believe she was in her 30s, but I don't okay, know. Okay, so he would have been in his 80s. He was when an she... old doctor. Okay, well, you know, maybe he's taking, he's certainly taking the term bedside manner to new heights. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> maybe it wasn't you know? bedside at all. Maybe that's the problem. Well, that that is true. That is true. <laughs> it kind of sounds like the, you know, in this scenario with him being dead, it's like, uh, it's just the new Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead men write no checks. <laughs> um, you know. Who's it starring? Johnny Depp? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> good Whoever, good according request. to Cal, if they're dead, they could still be in the movie because they wake up anyway, right? So, yeah. And the girl's name, who was Amber? Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. Okay, no. Okay, okay. Oh, no. Just a joke. Yeah. Well, you know, as much as I would like to get points or whatever, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with no case on this one. Okay. This just sounds – the age difference is really kind of odd, in this, and my guess is, if he's still working in his seventies or eighties, it wasn't a very good doctor. Didn't have much of an estate to, to leave anyway. Well, as opposed to those that like to retire and live off of their wealth. And he wanted to do more than just laying on of hands. Let's put it that way. So here is the answer. To well, the, I said, I said no case. You said no case. Here case. is the answer, if I may tell you, tell and me. it is this case. Ooh. Yes, Brett Penny gets it. A case. The family filed a motion for the Jane Doe to dismiss. She said, nope, I am suing the estate. Outcome as of yet unknown. Fellow, give you two points on this. Yes. That is case or no, no case. case. See, I'll that's keep an up eye my alley. Out. That's kind of not fair. I knew that answer. Nah, but I didn't know happens. New York because I don't practice yeah. in New York. But if it's like California, you can, you can sue for – you sue the estate all the time. That happens. So, okay. Case or no case went through. That's You know, what we like to do, we've got a, lot of, a number of things we want to talk about. But here's the deal. Um, something that just popped up is ex-New York giant Michael Cox just won a case against his Manhattan doctor. He was a he was a football player for the uh, Giants, and apparently um, he sued a, a very well-known Manhattan surgeon for supposedly allegations that that he ruined his career by not doing a proper su- surgery, hmm. and, the, and the jury just awarded him twenty-eight point five million dollars. It was a knee repair. I think it was a knee repair, something like that, where he just came out and thought, I'll be able to play after this. Things that are pretty routine now. Well, I don't know if I can tell you this. Well, I can. We just... We just came down with a verdict on Friday or Thursday of a Vikings player that we just won big. And we just, just our, my firm, congratulations to my firm. We did a great job, the lawyers in our firm. And so, yeah, this is very similar, uh, you know, not $28.5 million, but there are rules. And I know New York does not have rules concerning the amount of money that you can receive on medical malpractice cases. Uh, but I know California has rules that there's they limit the amount of money you can receive in a medical malpractice case. So, but anyway, it shows uh, apparently the uh, he it was, it was just it happened to be a broken leg that was not did not occur apparently at on the uh, so it was a football field. related no, injury. No, no, oh, wow. Um, he underwent uh, the surgery. Um, um, I don't know. Wait a minute. Let me see. I'm we're just getting this in because yeah, he because yeah. he treated U two's uh, Bono for. A singer for the 2014 bike accident. I think this guy's a very well-known surgeon for um, a lot of athletes and stuff. Um, I'm gonna look it up. I'm trying to think of how he got his how he got his uh, injury. Well, I think we are we are we will be coming up on a break here in about a minute. So yeah, let's do that. Let's, I, I want to take a look at this yeah, to find I out what's look going on. Find out what's going on because this is really interesting. It just just happened, and so we want to uh, follow up on this. Let us read it. And I think I know who this famous doctor is. 
We well, keep you right on the edge of stuff here, yeah, though, don't this we, Fred? Is, yeah, it just came out. We'll be back. Uh, thank you, Fred. And you're listening to Radio Law Talk right here with Fred Penny and Todd Kunin. And Fred and Todd have much more about which they'll be speaking for you to hear it. It's a pretty simple process on your part. You stay tuned on the radio or you flip on over to radiolawtalk.com and hear the end of the show. We'll be back in just a little bit. Don't go away. Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce on September 9th, myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books, September 9th. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. 
800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. This is no fun. This is the best show ever. This is Radio Law Talk. We're just talking about the latest in uh, this New York Giants running back that he received a verdict. Go ahead, Todd. You finish it up with it. Gonna... So, so yes, the the verdict was what are you doing? Twenty three million and change, something like that. But the interesting thing is the doctor, the doctor that he sued, that doctor's past. Now, the doctor's estate was sued, not the doctor, because the doctor is dead. This uh, this doctor famously treated Bono, the singer for U2. Bono had gotten in a uh, bicycle accident uh, biking through uh, in New York, swerved to miss another cyclist, fell over, broken clavicle, injuries to the face, and, and um and that doctor was the one that treated Bono to help get him back to health. Very well known, uh, by all accounts, had done a lot of good. But in this particular case, it was alleged with Cox that Cox suffered an injury during a game against Seattle. He had uh, torn some cartilage and had a bone break in his ankle. And that the doctor performed the surgery but didn't treat the ankle bones right. It continued to deteriorate, um, essentially costing Cox, his career as a running back in the NFL. He sued shortly after the lawsuit was filed. The doctor who performed it was found dead in his apartment. He is found dead, stabbed to death with a knife. The knife wound was very close to the heart. And the doctor's 11-year-old daughter was in the apartment when it, when it happened, when the, when the EMT showed up. Now, here's the interesting thing. The death was later ruled a suicide, which is, I don't know, odd given that it was by knife in the manner it happened with the child, but that's what they that's what they ruled as a suicide. Now, a death could be ruled as a suicide if it's an accidental thing. If a person is walking with the knife and trips and falls over it and impales him and they had no intention to, that's still, by technical definition, a suicide, meaning that you died because of your own actions. I don't know um, what the circumstances are other than that fact occurred. And so clearly... During this trial, the doctor would not have been – I mean, unless you live in Cal's world, uh, the doctor hey. would not have been able to <laughs> to be deposed or testify or anything like that to talk about what what he did and why he did what he did if he were to take the stand. But the jury still found four cocks, and we just got that news today. So this comes out of the estate. So, I mean, he's not generating any more money. Where does the money then – I mean – well, my my guess is that if he had an estate with investments and things that were out there, and and he had life insurance, if maybe. he had cash, yeah, yeah. you know, you also wonder if he had uh, medical malpractice insurance. To what extent that a lot of ins and outs. I don't well, know who's going to have to pay. They but, paid. They sued more than the doctor. They sued yeah. the hospital, and there's deeper pockets. But there. if the guy's dead, is his medical malpractice insurance? Yes. I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. If it happened during the time that it was, he was practicing, yes, it's there's, it's covered. Cal, this is literally your case or no case. I, I know it's blowing. <laughs> my mind's blowing up. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking yeah. of a person involved in a car accident, for example, and they perish. So I guess, Fred, you would know that obviously you could mm-hmm. sue the estate of the person who perished because their do. insurance is in effect at the time of That's the accident. exactly right. Okay, it makes sense. Absolutely yeah. right. I get and it I, Even if there's no – if the estate is very small, it doesn't matter. Hmm. It's still covered during the time period. So, so again, dead men write no checks unless they're adequately insured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But New York Met does or whatever. Or, they're, 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 or their state, or their state does. That's exactly wow. right. Uh-huh. Wow. So Charter is in Texas is the – is basically a um, internet company. They are here. Everything. Many are in here? California too. Yes, but uh-huh. but yeah. they're big in Texas apparently. Yep. And and apparently there's an individual that uh, was called out to the house. The cable technician Roy Holden Jr. went out to an 84 year old woman's house to do some stuff, and and came back the next day or the day after, after hours, in the cable truck using the same cable truck. And and put and be wearing the same uniform, let, lets her in and then robs her and kills her. So her her estate sues Charter and wins. And this is in Texas. This is crazy because Texas generally doesn't put out as big of uh, verdicts as as like California, New York. Uh, 
$7.38 billion verdict with a B, not million, billion. Yeah, I, got, I got to tell you, Fred, when this story first came around, I didn't look at it very closely. When you were doing the tease for it, you're talking yeah. about this astronomical amount. And I'm sitting there going, 1.15 million, that's not really much. And then it wasn't until you started talking, I looked down, oh, that's a B, not an that's M. That's exactly right. But here's this. So $7.38 billion verdict. Now, in California, you can do... Uh, um, and other states are very similar, what's called a remitter or an additor. So the judge can say, you know what, that's just ridiculous. So the judge knocked the $7.38 billion verdict down to a measly $1.15 billion. Again, with a B. Yeah, with yes. a B. So I think everybody's going to be okay. I know that lawyer is going, you know what, dear, we can go on that vacation now that we've been waiting for since I haven't seen you for three years or working on this case. But seven. $1.15 billion. Now, what's the argument? They argued, Charter argued, you know, logically that that was not our employee because it was after hours, not during the business hours, and, and when he came. Well, he was using your truck. He obviously had keys to the truck. He was using his uniform. And their argument, the plaintiff says, you, you hired a person that they, they didn't check into that had a lot of issues prior to being uh, hired by Charter. And he's representing you. And, and well, yet, he wasn't. He was after hours. But I'm but, saying but still with illegally. that uniform and truck and all that right. stuff. Right. Illegally. But but, but, but but my argument, if I'm if I'm the plaintiff, is, well, when does the crime start and when is the crime completed? Because the crime starts arguably when the person is scouting areas that he might want to rob and you he was on duty when that happened and he was on duty when he went into the 83-year-old's home saw the stuff that he wanted to steal the fact that he went back after the fact this started while he was an employee how did he know that right. there would be the stuff he wanted to steal in that home if he wasn't there under the guise of some sort of official business you should have never hired this guy good point well, we'll be back. We've got a lot more to go over, including the illegal autopsies we started to talk about at top of the hour. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk with Fred Penny, Todd Kunin today, Denise Dirks out on assignment. We miss you, but see you next time. And you who are listening, thank you. We'll continue with the big program, the big broadcast right after this. Hold on. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce on September 9th, myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books, September 9th. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. 
This week on the Greenstock Journal, we're looking at public companies dedicated to environmentally friendly alternative energy sources. Blue Biofuels, trading under the symbol BIOF, has developed and patented a technology that can convert ordinary plant materials such as king grass, sugarcane bagasse, and farm waste into sugars that are used to create ethanol and sustainable aviation fuels. Blue Biofuels does this in a CO2-neutral and environmentally friendly manner. With the Ukraine war leading to grain shortages and record high corn prices, Blue Biofuels offers an alternative to corn-based ethanol by using plant-based waste. There are limitations in the amount of corn available for fuel, whereas there is sufficient plant-based feedstock suitable for the BIOF process to replace half the fossil fuels used in the U.S. Technologies like Blue Biofuels could be the answer that brings about a biofuels revolution, producing billions of gallons a year, making green energy production finally a reality. Do your research now on BIOF. For more on this story, visit GreenStockJournal.com. GreenStockJournal.com. This is, this is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin from Radio, Radio Law Talk, Law Talk, Radio Law Talk. Stop whining. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with, with uh, Cal Hunter, our producer, and Todd Cunin. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, illegal autopsies, but really quick, we had Frank, one of our listeners, called in. Thanks, Frank, for being a, a loyal listener to talk about the mandatory uh, amount of insurance that uh, auto policies have to have in California. What he's talking about is this, is, uh, and he wanted me to, to talk about it briefly, but I'll, I'll be very brief. It is crazy. California, one of the richest states in the country, uh, has one of the lowest mandatory insurance coverage rates for automobiles. So if you have an automobile, the minimum amount of coverage you have to have is what's called a 1530 policy. $15,000 per person, 30000 for the total accident, which, by the way, doesn't cover anything, hardly. So most states, I've, I've seen states with 2550s, with 3060s, and, and these are states that aren't even close to the, the size of California. Well, I know that there's a bill, SB 1107, that is before the governor on his desk to sign, which will increase it to $30,000 for a single injury and 60000 So it's called a 30-60 policy. So for the whole case, um, say there's three or four people involved in the accident, there's only $60,000 that they can go around as it sits now. So it's not 60 per, you're saying? No, you're it's 30 per, 60 the whole, the whole a case. A cap, cap to cap, 50. But, wow. And then 15000 to cover the property damage, which is much lower in the 1530. So we as plaintiff's lawyers obviously have been saying that's ridiculous. And the insurance companies, you know, hey, I, I, people get mad at insurance companies, but it's their job to pay as little as possible. That's their job. Well, they like it at 1530. But um, apparently, I don't know this, Frank. I don't know whether or not it's been signed by the governor. I know it's before on his desk, but I don't know that he signed it. Maybe he did sign it today or yesterday. I, I haven't heard, but that is on his desk. I don't see why he would not sign that bill. And I, b- I believe under the provisions of the bill, if he does sign it and the rate hike, uh, the the new law goes into effect, the change goes into effect effective January first, twenty twenty five. Gotcha. So it's by twenty by February twenty twenty three, the insurance commissioner for the state of California would have to send out the proper notices and start things working. But the actual change. In the coverage amounts doesn't requirement doesn't 25. go into effect. So dumb question: Who benefits from that? So well, so they up the limits. Who really benefits? Okay, let's talk. From that? What, these yeah. are going to be the arguments. Let's argue both sides. Yeah. The argument's going to be, and obviously, let me tell you, I'm slanted toward the injured parties. I mean, just 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 throwing that out. It's there. what you do, and that's what okay. I do, yeah. and I and I think the 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 consumers need to be protected. The insurance industry is going to argue what? Oh, the insurance rates are going to go up now, and don't forget they said once stuff. Another, you know, there was another bill a long time ago that came out about whether or not if you're committing a felony and you and there's no coverage for you if in the act of a felony you either there's whether you can or can't sue and it's going to lower the insurance premiums and by the way and don't sue me the insurance companies because they love to they would love to sue me because I sue them all the time but um, oh we're going to lower the rates because of that well they did lower for a short time but guess what they creep back up. So the insurance argument is going to be they're going to lower your rates 
or the rates are going to go up because of this, you know. So they're going to argue, well, now it's thirty sixty. The rates are going to go up. Well, you know what? Rates are probably still going up anyway, right? Because of inflation, et cetera, et cetera. I was going to say wildfire rates in California have certainly gone up, and that's just I but mean, think about so it. Therefore, Cal, everything else has. Even yeah. if you're kind of a conservative pro insurance company, I'm, I'm not saying it's even a conservative liberal issue. Think about $15,000. You get in an accident and someone hits you and you're hurt. You got fifteen grand. That is nothing in today's economy. Yep. That's that's pittance. And try to replace a total car for fifteen thousand. Well, no, you know, the, the car's that. different. That's separate. Well, that's so, the prop, so the they're going to move that up to fifteen. But how many cars? They're moving it up to fifteen, Cal. That's how nothing. many cars are worth fifteen grand nowadays? A Tesla with no battery. Yeah, I think not even that. <laughs> not even a Toyota Corolla anymore. Right. Right. Um, so it, it's about time that the governor or the you know that California steps up and catches up with the rest of the country. This is not unusual, and go to a thirty sixty. If it's me, it's a one hundred three hundred, in my opinion. But um, at least thirty sixty is better than a fifteen thirty, um, which is what's going on. But you know what? I always throw this out. It's always I hear it all the time. This is not giving legal advice, but hint, hint. Get some good uninsured, underinsured motorist coverage because uninsured, underinsured motorists, if they only have a fifteen thirty policy, but you have a hundred thousand dollar policy, your insurance company will make up the value of your case, right? Exactly, and I think ultimately, the insurance companies are going to pass this along to the insurers. Of course, in terms of the cost and what you really have to look. It, look, insurance companies are always have this this balance that they have in terms of well, we, we would love to charge more for the policies because we make more money, but by the same token, we don't want to go too far because there's always going to be somebody that undercuts us and angry. Now, here is something that that would allow an insurance company to say, well, you know, the law changed in California, and so we have to do what we got to do to charge you more for your insurance. Ultimately, the consumer is going to is going to be the one that pays. You don't think they're raising the rates anyway because of what's going on? You tell me something right now in the past two to three years that has not gone up. There might be something, okay, I but I, I doubt know. it. Gasoline, gasoline yeah, hasn't gone up. the same as it was two years ago. Exactly. hasn't gone up. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, and I'm not suggesting, I'm not saying yeah. that the insurance company doesn't raise the rates. They do. This is just another thing that the insurance company can say, well, you know, we've got to raise the rates now because the law oh, changed. Yeah. And, and this is a huge one because this is probably going to get more press that they can hang their hat on to justify a rate right. increase than anything else that happens individually to consumers. This is a rate hike across the board. And now the them. legislature has just done another law precluding insurance companies from canceling people in high fire areas, which has been a big deal in California. Right, right. And who's going to pay for that when the fire Well, come? I get yeah. it that they are a business and they yeah. want to make money. But as far as I know, uh, can you name the last insurance company? There might be small ones. The last big insurance company that uh, had a net loss uh, during the year? Nope. I don't think so. There was so. a small one, you're right, in the Mendocino area. There's that small ones but that A little tiny company. Yes. Yeah, but no, the great big ones, you mean like uh, oh, the, the, the name the brands? One, the name brands. The ones that have animals and female yeah. spokespeople and, you know, all that for net. Yeah, no, haven't heard about that. I will yeah. say they've been very nice to my firm, my clients. Have they? Yeah. They so. love it when you call? Yes. Oh, Mr. Penny, hi, come in. Have a, have a, have a diet I like soda. to say this. We would like to settle with you and your client. Uh, uh, this is what I say. Ready for this? Are you bringing the big checkbook or the little checkbook? Do you have you ever said that? To oh, them? absolutely, I've said that before. <laughs> bring or, the, or we'd like to settle. We'd like to go to mediation. You bring in the big checkbook or the little checkbook? Bring the big cartoon check like yeah. we should put in the newspaper. <laughs> Are you gonna back the truck up or not? <laughs> oh, it's fun to be a plaintiff's lawyer. As as. As uh, you know, I don't know how, how is auto insurance not really just legalized gambling. I mean, essentially, essentially, what you're doing is tell you what I'll bet you, I'll bet you, I get in a car, crash. I'll bet you six hundred <laughs> bucks. I don't get in an accident for the next six months, and when you don't, okay, double or nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, the insurance company bets you won't get in an accident. You're yeah. betting you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, they've got yeah. statistics, and you will be shocked at how they use statistics. Insurance companies, including. What the value of your case is, and they, it, there's computers that look at what the latest, you know, verdicts are here and there in this county and that state, and 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 they can compute it out at least statistically 
What's going to happen in your case? If Charter, going back to a case that we mm-hmm. just handled before we got off on this one, if Charter had <laughs> insurance coverage as, as general business insurance, do Ooh. you think that insurance carrier's little uh, computer program could have predicted $7.38 billion <laughs> being cut down to $1.15 billion in a in a lawsuit? I don't know that that would have been on the radar. <laughs> well, what's interesting is that that comes into punitive damage. Damages. What was the big hit? And that's another full segment we can talk about that that it's difficult in California and other states, too, to get punitive damages. That's to punish them. Yeah. And they look at what the value of their company is and how much they bring in a month, that type of thing. But uh, that was a lot of punitive damages. Well, thank you, Frank. And Frank said, by the way, he always wins at case or no case. He always Woo! wins, he says. Frank, oh. tell us about the illegal <laughs> autopsies. Speaking of winning, Todd, what's oh, this illegal autopsy? Illegal deal? autopsies. You know, um, we only got a minute, and I can't really set it up too okay, quick. Okay, let's set it up all, later. all I will say is that uh, somebody held themselves out as a person qualified to do autopsies, and sometimes it can hurt if you get a little too famous. It can hurt if you get too famous. We'll cover that when we come back. And then we're also going to have... What at the very end? Quick uh, takes. Quick takes. That's right. We'll be back. Hey, we're it's almost toward the end, Cal. What's man? People are going to be upset that we're almost done. I know. It, uh, for many people, this is the best three hours of their life. I and, know it is, including me. I'm sorry to say, <laughs> no Those life. My life. Cal's about. got no life. <laughs> we'll be back with more radio law talk right here on many great local radio stations and on a great website, RadioLawTalk.com. You can listen live and you can listen free. To every episode we've ever done. It's all there for you to peruse and enjoy. That's RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be back. You found commercials under the announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. Have not been evaluated by the FDA. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. 
No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. HealthWarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. This is Radio Law Talk. So you're telling me there's a chance. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk. Illegal autopsies. Yeah. So you can't, I mean, Todd, I can't just go out and do an autopsy if I no, want No, no, you can't. You can't slice up, you can't slice and dice. Well, I can't even you. see blood and I faint, so I think uh, that's why I became a lawyer. That's, that's probably pretty good. I think you and I are in the same boat as far as that's concerned. Do you remember, do you remember... A little Michael Jackson. Oh my gosh. Do you remember back in 2014 the officer involved shooting and the public outcry that occurred in Ferguson, Missouri? Yes, of course. Okay. So when that happened, there was the official autopsy. Then there were a couple of other autopsies. And one of the autopsy that was done was done and assisted by a man named Sean Parcells. Now, Sean Parcells has a degree in life sciences, but he has no medical training or anything as to why he would be participating and assisting in an autopsy. But Parcells rose to fame. He was on CNN. He was the one talking about uh, what they found in their autopsies and how it related to that case. And he got really famous. And here's the thing. He parlayed that moving forward into a business in Kansas where he was at. He, uh, He parlayed that into... An autopsy business where he would perform private autopsies. Forensic lab. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know how much of a lab it was, but he he said he would go out and perform these autopsies. Three hundred and fifty people retained him. Average cost around uh, thirty three hundred bucks per autopsy. Wow. But it turned out, and this is redoing. Autopsies that have been done by someone, or in in many cases, the state will only pay for an autopsy if there's a concern about the cause of death or it's part of a criminal investigation. A lot of these are autopsies performed by families where there was no state-provided autopsy and they wanted information about the cause of death. Well, he was recently, as in in the last week, convicted on the federal level, and he is ordered to serve five years in prison. But he was only convicted of wire fraud in that case. Hmm. This is a piggyback off of kind of another case. He was convicted at the state level in Kansas because of his performing illegal autopsies. That jury verdict came down last November. Now, was he doing cutting? I mean, an honest autopsy? Or was he doing really? Yeah. So yeah. he sent out an email in the Kansas prison system. If you have a relative who dies in prison, I don't, I I don't know. Help. I don't know how I mean, he was. So I don't strange, know how right? he was soliciting it. Yeah, but I do know that if it's for if if you use 
any communication service, telephone, uh, mail, email, things like that, that's where they get wire fraud. Right. Once he was convicted of actually performing the illegal autopsies at the state level, well, then the Fed's case became very easy. You, you committed a crime at the state level, and guess what? You used wire service, as broadly defined, to commit those crimes, to solicit those things, and he pled this last week, and he got nine years, and it all started, all came to light because of the fame that he acquired as a result of going on TV uh, when the Ferguson Do you think happened. he ever sat there on camera and thought, not qualified, not qualified? Do you, do you think it ever crossed his mind? That's what I mean. Boy, I don't know that I really want to shine this kind of light on me, but it's interesting the the allure of the limelight would cause somebody to overlook substantial flaws in their qualifications. Can you say the Daybell case? <laughs> well, yes. I mean, a classic example. Here's a guy who's so enamored with a, with a fan. He ends up marrying her, get the spotlight, you know, the adulation. It, it all ties together, doesn't it? Yeah, but the metal detector didn't go off when she went through, and she didn't have to take off her, that her we, wire. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm combining a bunch of stories that we have covered here. And was it's, her doctor it, alive? Yes, <laughs> it, it, is, it is just crazy that, that he would think, you know, nobody's going to peel this. Out. No, but this, how could this come back to haunt me? The fact that I am on TV talking about this, questioning the results done by the state's forensic examiners, but nobody's ever going to look at my qualifications. <laughs> and, the, I mean, the implications of that are staggering, really, especially in the Ferguson case, especially in that case oh, yeah. because of what happened afterwards. Just crazy. Just yeah. crazy. Oh. We got, well, this is slammed in. We got to go get going, man. We got to run, run, run really quick. Uh, the co-plaintiffs of the Vanessa Bryant case. Yep. Again, we hear a lot about Vanessa Bryant's case and, and, and the case settled. This is against the sheriff's departments for putting out pictures that they shouldn't have put out into the, I'm not going to say the public, but to people who shouldn't have been seeing it, right? Well, guess what? There are co-plaintiffs that sued also, and they recently just settled their case also uh, with the sheriff's department, and that was around... Eh, fifteen million or so. So, uh, uh, yeah, no, no, that was fifteen million. Is what, what Vanessa did, but they well, they settled for something close to that. So, so what happened was the the case for Vanessa Bryant mm -hmm. and Chester. They were co plaintiffs, right? I know that. Now, theirs was a federal case. So what Chester did was Chester got fifteen million in the federal case, but he still had a state case going. Right. And so what he settled, what Chester's estate settled for, was an additional four point nine five million That's the for the yeah. total of nineteen point nine five to get rid of their state case. Vanessa Bryant's case 15. is could still be pending on the state level. She hasn't made a decision. But here's something I found interesting about right. that: there were other people early on that were potential plaintiffs that settled their case, didn't want to take it to trial like Vanessa Bryant and Chester did. A lot less. They got out for $1.25 Why is it when the government screws up, the rest of us pay? They mess up. They're not paying out of their pockets. We, the taxpayers of L.A. County surely are. Thank it's kind heaven. of an interesting Thank thing. heavens for those plaintiffs' lawyers. Oh, I'm telling I you. Well, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad they got <laughs> glad their due. Glad my dad but, told me to do that. I don't know. They mess up and we pay. Uh, that's, that's how it goes. That's yeah. what happens. And you know what? Between you and I, Cal, mm. they statistically, they assume that's going to happen and they know something like that might may happen. And they and they just they set it up accordingly, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's what they do. So they uh, plan a fund for the mess ups. Yeah, yeah no, they do. They do. Um, now, I know Todd wants to talk about. Now, she's married, Todd. Nicholas Cruz case, that is where the the young man has been convicted of killing 17, in Florida, killing 17 students at the high school. They're now in the phase to determine whether or not he's going to get the death penalty. That's right. And Can we it, vote? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it, no, no. It, well, what's interesting is the defense counsel and the judge have, let's say, butted heads a few times. Yes, they have. And Todd, as a former prosecutor for the DA's office and a, uh, you know, criminal defense lawyer, kind of knows what's, maybe what's going on. We can't opinion, we're not sitting an opinion. We're just saying maybe they're trying to figure a way to get an appeal. But they're, they are now asking for something, Todd. They're asking for a new trial, or not a new trial, uh, to have the judge removed. That's right. This is the penalty phase. The prosecution finished with their case 
just you know, to the jury saying this is why you should impose the death penalty. The defense claimed that they had 60-plus witnesses that they were going to call, and the court set aside all of this time for the defense to call their witnesses. The defense called 20, came back the, the next day that they were supposed to continue. Everybody thought, we still have 40 more witnesses to go. It's going to take days, if not a week. And the defense stood up at the beginning of proceedings and said, uh, we rest, Your Honor. We have no more cases. We have no more witnesses to call. And the judge in this case, well, that did not, that's Judge Elizabeth Shearer, that did not go over well. And she called it the most unprofessional thing that she had seen, saying this to the to the defense. And, and the defense was coming back saying, hey, we don't have a legal obligation to tell the court or anybody when we're going to when we're going to rest. Now, that might very well be true and probably is under attorney work product. But still, if you know that the court is going to lay out a ton of resources and money to have courtrooms and staff and everybody there for something that's supposed to take a week and you knew you weren't going to call case any more witnesses, at, 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 from a professional courtesy standpoint, you could say we're getting ready to rest. And they didn't – putting aside the strategy of that. The judge and the defense attorney kind of got into it on the record. And if there's a reason for the judge to be recused, it might be because of the way she spoke to the defense attorney. I'm still offering to be an emotional support law clerk for the judge. Well, maybe maybe she doesn't like Fred's quick take. Fred, do you yeah. have a quick take? Well, I've got to say, given the charter case of $1 billion verdict, um, you know, just be careful of Dan Aykroyd and the refrigerator repair man and a couple other people. And a lot of different movies that talk about the cable guy, too. Candy Graham. You want to be careful. Todd Kuhn, what's your quick take? If Shakira's tax evasion case actually goes to trial, I would love to see the prosecutor start out by saying, the hips don't lie, but the tax returns might. <laughs> Whoa. All right. We'll leave you with that one. We'll see you next week. This is Radio Law Talk. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you next Saturday, 9 to, two, 9 to noon Pacific time, live right here. Don't go away. Please, uh, you stay by your radio for the next 22 hours, and we'll see you then. You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. This week on the Greenstock Journal, we're looking at public companies dedicated to environmentally friendly alternative energy sources. Blue Biofuels, trading under the symbol BIOF, has developed and patented a technology that can convert ordinary plant materials such as king grass, sugarcane bagasse, and farm waste into sugars that are used to create ethanol and sustainable aviation fuels. Blue Biofuels does this in a CO2-neutral and environmentally friendly manner. With the Ukraine war leading to grain shortages and record high corn prices, Blue Biofuels offers an alternative to corn-based ethanol by using plant-based waste. There are limitations in the amount of corn available for fuel, whereas there is sufficient plant-based feedstock suitable for the BIOF process to replace half the fossil fuels used in the U.S. Technologies like Blue Biofuels could be the answer that brings about a biofuels revolution, producing billions of gallons a year, making green energy production finally a reality. Do your research now on BIOF. For more on this story, visit GreenStockJournal.com. GreenStockJournal.com.